Good day. This is Brother Medina for Tuesday, Seventh-day Adventist. And please let us start with a word of prayer. Gracious, loving Father, be with us as we enter into your word. Please help us to speak the truth and nothing but the truth. For your glory's sake we pray, through Christ our Savior. Amen. Well, let us talk about Jesus Christ dwelling in us. Let us talk about Christ in you, the hope of glory. You see, my dear people, many things need to be understood with regards to the gospel of Christ. You see, many people teach the common ideas about Christianity today which actually are deteriorations of the real biblical truth. We have a deterioration taking place before our eyes of the real gospel, of the real teachings of the Bible. Only when a person takes his time, honestly, and in true sincerity, take his Bible up and study the words of truth, meditate on them or think on them, reason with them, then he comes to understand the truth of what the Bible is saying. So this is the reason why one needs to make sure he properly understands the truths of the Bible, the truths of Christ and salvation and what's supposed to happen to a person to change a person. In the first place, we know that we need to be changed. The Bible does tell us that. Humanity needs to be changed. The problem we are having with sin all over the world, the problem we are having with so much evil, with crime, and all sorts of problems is due to sin. And when you say sin, you mean transgression of the law of God because your Bible tells you whosoever committed sin transgresses the law of God and sin is the transgression of the law of God and this is what we are told in 1 John chapter 3 and verse 4 so we know that whatsoever sin is it is a very bad thing because we see how it has affected us all around us. Some people may have different terms for it. They may say the person is socially disadvantaged, the person has psychological problems. Well, hello, although the person may have psychological problems and they are socially disadvantaged, the facts are what they are doing is transgression of the law of God. And the Bible does have things to say about that. It tells us in Romans chapter 3 and verse 23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. The scripture is telling us all of us have sinned and the Greek text says and are coming short of the glory of God. Yes, my dear people. So the problem of sin coming short of the glory of God has us harming people, 
having all sorts of conspiracies. Some people with extreme wealth being used by the devil to foment plans to take over the world. And to do that, they have set up a whole host of organizations that seek to make humanity think a certain way. And when the human beings think a certain way, that is supposed to make man become more vulnerable to those who are creating the new world order. And so the mainstream media is used to push propaganda in the minds of people to hide news that would make people make significant decisions if they only knew the truth. The mainstream media is also used to launch a campaign against persons who interfere with the pursuit of the new world order and a whole host of lying propaganda take place. They all forget that God is looking at everything and that he's going to put retribution upon them all. They do not realize how late time is that trouble is coming upon the face of the earth. Occasionally we see natural events that shows us that something is wrong. Something is terribly wrong. They have terms to use to soothe the, the fears of people. Instead of saying the wrath of God is manifesting itself in the scientific reaction of creation and we are seeing a lot of disasters, they rather just say climate change or global warming and use those terms to make millions out of nations in taxation. They lie and they tell us that carbon emissions have risen so much that it is saturating the atmosphere and as a result of that it has caused climate change and they have lied because true science does not show us carbon emissions as being responsible for the extreme weather that we are getting in different parts of the earth where people walk in, literally their car broke down and they were walking in Kazakhstan and a cold breeze passed by suddenly and froze them to death where they were walking. Animals sought to flee and as they were walking, fleeing, they were frozen to death. Birds, rabbits, dogs, Creatures were frozen to death where they moved. But that was responsible for making people become aware that something is going on. Then we have terrible snow falling in places where they didn't used to fall before. In Algeria, in North Africa, in Morocco, in Saudi Arabia, in Kuwait, in the United Arab Emirates, these places are now getting heavy snowfall. Good Lord, even in the Sahara Desert has gotten such 
terrible snowfall that when you look, you're seeing only snow covering the sand dunes. These things never used to happen before, but they're happening now as a sign that we are coming to the end and that people need to seek true salvation. They need to seek Jesus Christ. Yes, my dear people. If we go to Ephesians chapter 3 and we read from verse 16, here is what we are told, I quote, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Notice what this scripture tells us here. We are actually being told that God would grant us according to the riches of his glory. Now the glory of God is his divinity, his divine nature. And that divine nature have plenty riches. So we are told of the riches of his glory, the riches of the divine nature, that God would grant us from those riches, that we would be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. So God wants us to be strengthened with might in the inner man by his Holy Spirit. Now the phrase inner man here is your born again self, your born again character. Because the Bible clearly tells us, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And so, if the old man is the carnal mind, which is how man think, is destroyed or removed, when God justified you, when God made you righteous, you're supposed to be a new person in your heart. And we are told that what is in your mind is the new man. And that is in your mind, the new way of thinking. And you need to be strengthened with might in your mind, in the new way of thinking that is in your mind. So when we are told that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, riches in the divine nature, to be strengthened with might by his Holy Spirit in the inner man, it means in our inner man, which is your new born-again character, the character of Christ that is in you, you need to be strengthened there. And it is the spirit of truth giving you revelations of the love of God, of the divine nature that strengthens you in your mind and in your new way of thinking. Yes, my dear people. So that in your new way of thinking, in your inner man, the Holy Spirit strengthens you, make you think different. If we look further down in verse 17, here is what we are told. That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith, that he being rooted and grounded in love. Notice this here. So you were supposed to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. We have been told that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. So this is where Christ dwells. 
not in your heart that pumps blood, but in your heart, the center of your thinking, which is your mind. And we're totally supposed to dwell in your hearts by faith. So Christ in you is Christ dwelling in your heart or in your mind through the faith, according to the Greek text. So faith cannot be believing. Faith has to be something that can cause God to dwell in your heart. That can cause Christ to dwell in your heart. Faith has to be something that causes Christ to dwell in your heart. And that is not the physical body of Christ. Remember Christ says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Christ is speaking about his character, his divine character. Because the human character is not the truth. The human character is not the way. The human character is not the life. As creation, we are dependent. God only is independent. God doesn't depend on his creation. But we are created dependent beings that we depend on God. It can only be so because we are created beings. Yes, my dear people. And once we recognize that, we recognize we need to depend on God. And in depending on God here, we are told that Christ may dwell in your hearts by the faith or through the faith. That is the character of Christ. And the character of Christ is the truth, the truths of the plan of salvation. And so, when you study your Bible, you learn about the truths of the plan of salvation. Those truths of the plan of salvation causes the nature of God or his divine nature or his love, same thing, to dwell in you. Remember what your Bible tells you, that God is love. Not just God has love, but God is love. So if you have love, you have God. And we do not mean a sentimental love, we mean principled love. The principles of the divine nature. The principles of divinity. So the divine character causes the principles of the divine nature to dwell in us. This is the reason why that when Christ dwells in your heart through the faith, it is the character of Christ dwelling in you through the faith. Now that faith is the faith of Jesus Christ, not human believing. Your Bible tells you we must believe. Yes, my dear people, we must believe, but we are justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. Now, some people say justified by faith in Christ. But that is not what your Bible says. The Greek text, even the English, clearly tells us that we are justified by the faith of Christ, not by faith in Christ. In the Greek text, the faith of Christ is different to, the, to faith in Christ. And it doesn't say faith in Christ. 
It says we are justified by the faith of Christ. That's why James 2.1 says, My brethren, have not the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ with respect to persons. This is telling us that the faith we must have must be the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's the faith we must have. And the faith of Jesus Christ is the character of Christ. The revealed truths of Christ. Remember the Bible tells us faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That's what our Bible tells us. The only evidence we can have of things we don't see with our eyes is the revealed truths of God. You don't see grace physically. You don't see righteousness physically. You don't see heaven physically. But what evidence do we have of those things? The evidence are the revealed truths of the Word of God. The revealed logical truths of the Word of God from the Spirit of Truth convinces our intellect because God says, come let us reason together. So when you're reasoning together with God, God through His Holy Spirit appeals to your reasoning with revealed truths. And those revealed truths declare the divine nature. They show the love of God. Yes, my dear people. That's why the Bible says, He that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness. Now righteousness is love manifested. And for love to be seen manifesting, you must speak the truth. So the truth itself, which is given to us, becomes the evidence in our mind of those things not seen. And also, it is the substance of things we hope for. The real evidence of things that we do not see. The word substance there is the Greek word hypostasis. And hupo means under, and stasis means stand. So when it says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, it is saying faith is the understanding of things hoped for. That's the actual meaning. But the word hypostasis was used in those days for a title deed. So if a person had a piece of land and they were working the land, a person see you work in the land. You claim the land belongs to you. Your words are not enough. What is the evidence of that thing that we cannot see? Give us understanding who postasis. The title deed becomes the who postasis or the understanding of that which you do not see with the naked eye. And that is what we are told faith is. The revealed truths of the word of God. And Christ says he is that truth. That's why you call that the faith of Jesus Christ. The revealed truths of Jesus Christ. That's what we are supposed to have. So the character of Christ dwells in us in the form of the faith of Jesus Christ. And that causes us to be rooted in love, the divine nature. So if you want to have the love of God rooted in you, in your mind that you would love your fellow man with the love of God and we can only love with the love of God you need to have the faith of Jesus Christ in your heart 
You need to have the revealed truths of Jesus Christ in your heart. Revealing the love of God in your heart. This is the reason why the Bible puts it in many different ways. In one way, here is how we are told in 2 John verse 9. It tells us this, Whosoever transgress it and abide it, not in the doctrine of Christ. Notice the phrase, doctrine of Christ, teaching of Christ. We are told, that person hath not God. He that abided in the doctrine of Christ, he had both the Father and the Son. Did you see that? We are told both the Father and the Son. That's what we are told. So in other words, what is supposed to be in us is the doctrine of Christ, the truths of Christ. Put it another way, the faith of Jesus Christ. And this causes us to be rooted in love. Yes, my dear people, if we look at Ephesians chapter 3 again, and verse 17, here is what we are told. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith or through the faith, according to the Greek text, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, ye may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height and to know the love of Christ. Did you see that? Which passeth knowledge, which is science here in the text, which passeth knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Notice the phrase, filled with all the fullness of God. The fullness of God is the divine nature. And the divine nature doesn't dwell in part in us. God doesn't dwell like half of God or three quarters of God. We are full of God. The divine nature dwells in our hearts. But dwells in our hearts through the character of Christ. Through the truths of Jesus Christ. Or the doctrine of Christ. And that's the reason why if a person doesn't have the doctrine of Christ, they do not have God. Because if you abide, transgress it, and abide it not in the doctrine of Christ, you do not have God dwelling in you. When God dwells in you, you do not sin. And that's what your Bible tells you. It says, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot see sin. And the Bible tells us his seed is the word of God. And Jesus is the word of God. And the word of God is the revealed truths of God. The word revealed to us. Yes, my dear people. These same things are shown to us in different ways in the Bible. And that is the reason, man, this is the reason why that all of us must accept Jesus Christ. This is the reason why we must follow Jesus Christ. If you look at Colossians, again, chapter 1, we are told, I quote, Colossians chapter 1 and verse 27, here is what we are told. It says this, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of the mystery, of this mystery, 
among the Gentiles. So God wants us to know the riches again of the glory of this mystery in Galatians, uh, in Ephesians 6.19, we are told the mystery is the mystery of the gospel. Yes, my dear people, the mystery is the mystery of the gospel. So God said he wants us to know what is the mystery. And this mystery is among the Gentiles who had salvation. And he tells us, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory Verse 28, whom we preach, warning every man and teaching every man in all wisdom that we may present every man perfect in Christ, without a flaw in Christ, sin-free in Christ. So to present us sin-free in Christ, the Bible, when it says in Christ, means Christ in you. An idea of mutual inness, mutual inness. So when you say you are in Christ, it means Christ is in you. When it says abide in Christ, it means Christ will be abiding in you. So if God wants us to have him, his divinity, dwell in us, it must be true Christ. And this is Christ dwelling in us through the revealed truths of the plan of salvation. Now this same thing is told to us in Galatians in another way. If we look at Galatians chapter 2, first of all, we read verse 16 and then we would read verse 20. Verse 16 tells us, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but through the faith of Jesus Christ. Not faith in Christ, through the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ. Did you see the difference here? We do the believing, but it is the faith of Jesus Christ that justifies us. And it says here, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the Lord there shall no flesh be justified. And then when we go on, in verse 20 it tells us, I am crucified with Christ, that is the old man. It says this, I am crucified with Christ. You allow the words of Christ, the truths of Christ to destroy the old way of thinking. Nevertheless, I live. This is it. now your born again self. Then it says, yet not I, not your old man. It says, but Christ liveth in me. This is the character of Christ. The character of Christ living in you. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live through the faith of the Son of God. So it is the faith of the Son of God. The character of Christ dwelling in you is the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So the Son of God loved you. He gave himself for you. For what? That his faith may dwell in you. So Christ dwelling in you is the character of Christ or the faith of the Son of God that dwells in you. That's your new born again self. 
That is Christ in you. That is your hope. That is what the world needs. Christ in a person is the answer to all the problems we have in the world. But you cannot force Christ in a person. It must be based upon rational choice when a person understands, hate their old way of living, true conviction from the Holy Spirit, and wants to be living different. This is why we preach the gospel. This is why we talk to you. This is why we show you the science of salvation here from the scripture as the way for the change, as the way to be different. You need Jesus Christ. You need God to dwell in you, that you would be different. And this is the reason why we have told you these things. So, my dear people, may the grace of God be with you. May God bless you. May God help you to accept the truths of Jesus Christ, the plan of salvation, that you might be saved. If anyone wants this program, call us at 625-0446. 625-0446 will give you this program and others that went before. And may God bless you with the character of Christ dwelling in you, that the love of God will be rooted in you in Jesus' name.